Welcome to a self-published author's diary. I am Elodie Novodatsky. I write about first time, second chances, things that scare the crap out of me and things that make me laugh out loud. I'll be speaking with you and sharing my adventures in self-publishing, the behind the scenes of writing and the business side of it. Hello, dear diary, dear wonderful listeners. It is Friday, June 16th as I'm recording this and I have a lot of things bouncing in my mind. I've turned the first season of one of my Kindle villas in an ebook and it's coming out soon. So I'm doing all the things, revising, copy editing, creating the ebook, the website for the pen name that I had not done yet, the newsletter, which I had not created either putting up the next one up for pre-order, doing the welcome sequence for the newsletter, and so much more. I'll do a podcast episode about that process later on. Also, I want to see how it actually does. So this book will be in Kindle Unlimited. And it's my not something I usually do. Usually my books are on um, all e-retailers, so they're white. But that one I want on Kindle Unlimited because I want to not have to do a lot of different uploading, a lot of different uh, marketing and a lot of different things like that. I want the easiest way for this book to be marketed. And for me right now, that's on Kindle Unlimited for that pen name. I'm also revamping the welcoming sequence for my Elodie Novodatsky books um, when I'm talking about welcoming sequences for the newsletter. And I'm also changing newsletter providers for all of my Elodie Novodatsky newsletters. I have more than one because I have it in French, I have it in English, and on MailChimp, it's basically different different audiences. And I'm moving to MailerLite, which is not looking at it the exact same way, it's by tagging or by segments. Today, I really want to share how I, I how I added 84 newsletter subscribers in 10 days with TikTok videos and Instagram reels and without ads to my Elodie Novodatsky newsletter with my steamy rom-com. And I will also let you know if it has moved my pre-orders for the next book, which is called Most Eligible Scrooge, and how it's going so far. But before I start on that, I wanted to make sure that you knew about the Maryland Romance Writings June meeting, which is Seven Figure Fiction Masterclass with T. Teller, and it's on Saturday, June 24th from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., and it is both in-person and virtual. So you do not have to live near Elkridge, Maryland to be able to attend this meeting. It's also going to be online. And I raved about T. Taylor's book before. And I also joined her class. I talked about it, I think, in the last episode where I was thinking about joining her class. I did. I did. And I, I'm loving it. So seven-figure fiction is how to use universal fantasy to sell your books to anyone. Why does T. Taylor call universal fantasies better? What are universal fantasies anyway? And how can they make your romance novel unputdownable? Join Maryland romance writers in conversation with best-selling author T. Taylor on her book, The Concept That's Taken Authors to the Next Level and All the Delicious Book Butter. It's $25 for non-members to join this masterclass in person or online, and it's $45 to become an MRW member. 
So I will be attending. I'm very excited. I don't know if I'm going to attend in person or online, but I'm very excited about it. So I just wanted to I just wanted to share in case you have not read her book yet or you've read her books, but maybe the class um, that she's offering right now is a bit out of your budget compared to what you want to um, to do right now. Um, again, her class is very, very good, but I, I'm doing the payment plan for it and I know I put money aside to be able to, to do it. So just in case, this one is $25 and yeah, hope to see you there. Also, I've been listening to Zoe York's audiobook. She does uh, Romancing the Brand, and I really recommend her um, nonfiction audiobooks. She's also a romance author. And there's this one tidbit of advice in that audiobook that truly resonated with me. And I'm paraphrasing here, but I wanted to mention that too in case, in case you need to hear it. So it's look at your manuscript as if you're an acquisition editor at a publishing house and give yourself feedback so or an edit letter like give yourself the feedback that an editor would give you if you were trying to sell your book and for me it's kind of like making me switch my thinking from writer to self-published author and right now it means for my steamy rom-coms am I really leaning into the tropes or could I lean into them more am I giving readers everything that they want and to go back to T. Taylor am I giving them all the butter that they want or need or really you know deserve to have in their books so that's something again it's just a little switch in the brain that I find sometimes helpful when I'm looking at the book especially if I've been so much into the entire writing process and it feels you know I have a lot of projects right now as I've mentioned and it's it's helpful for me to gain a little bit of a different perspective when I'm looking at my own work so I thought I thought I'd pass that on and I recommend her audiobook as well I will add those all those links into the episode description so I feel you know talking about the tropes and everything. I feel like I've done that with my Christmas steamy rom-com, all of them, so rom-coms, but also with the one that is um, my reader magnet called Once Upon Christmas, Once Upon a Christmas Eve, which is the perfect segue for the subject at hand, how I added all those newsletter subscribers from TikTok and Instagram without um, TikTok and Instagram ads. I was going to say without Facebook ads, which, yeah, since I got them on TikTok and Instagram. Anyhow, first of all, I am so very happy that the first reviews of that story have been raving. I'm really, really happy. There's nothing better to me sometimes than to hear that I captured the steamy Hallmark movie feeling I wanted to capture and that my book was exactly what a reader needed one evening. You know, that that makes me feel great to know that I've helped either someone feel better or I've distracted them or, well, not me personally, but <laughs> my words, my stories. So before adding those newsletter subscribers, there are of course different moving pieces. And I'll try to keep that short and as clear as possible. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to write to me at authorelodinovodatsky at gmail.com. Novodatsky is N-O-W-O-D as dog A-Z-K-I-J. So number one, I have a reader magnet. This is a Christmas Timmy rom-com. As I said, it's called Once Upon a Christmas Eve. 
And it hits several tropes. It has the brother's best friend, the grumpy billionaire, the grumpy sunshine, holiday romance, almost second chance. I mean, it's like a teenage crush that's becoming much more now that they're in their mid-20s, early 30s. It's about 26,000 words and it does end on a cliffhanger. And I'm clear that it ends on a cliffhanger, so I'm not sure if all readers signing up are reading it right away because the second book is not out yet. Plus, it's a freebie, and I don't know if, you know, sometimes when you download free books, the likelihood that the readers are picking it up and reading it is not maybe as high as if it was a paid book. Two, the cover was designed with illustrations from Canberra Emporium, and I really love working with the entire team there. I designed the rest of the cover with Canva. So this is a cost. Um, the illustrations is a cost. The good thing is that I use those illustrations also on the next book that's going to come out. That's called Most Eligible Scrooge with the same main characters. Number three, and I hope I started counting from the beginning, I felt like I needed to write this prequel in order to actually write Most Eligible Scrooge. So for me, this was not even like something that took me extra time that I did just for that. It gave me the opportunity to get to know the characters and give them the story that I needed to be immersed in before continuing to draft the next book. So this is actually what had happened with A Summer Like No Other. Sometimes I cannot simply continue writing a certain book unless I know exactly what happened before. Especially for second chance romances, which most eligible Scrooge is a second chance romance. And so I needed to know what was happening before and what was the reason why they need that second chance. So it's... It makes it almost easier for me to write a reader magnet that way because if the story is already written, it's much harder for me to go back and write a prequel to something that has already been written. It's it's a bit more complicated. Number four, I use Book Funnel to deliver the reader magnet, which is another cost, Light, which is currently free for my newsletter. And as I've mentioned, I'm in the process of switching the other subscribers from MailChimp to MailerLite. And I created a welcome sequence using information from Newsletter Ninja. Tammy has two books, a Facebook group, a newsletter, and several courses. And I also used Holly Darling's welcome sequence in a weekend, which costs $34. I do have a 10% code if you're interested for that. I'll add the link and the code in the show's description. Holly has been on Wish I Would Have Known podcast and I will also re-add that link because I thought that podcast was very, very helpful when it comes to the welcome sequence and she gives a lot of hints and advice about what she does. And I found that using her class and the knowledge that I've gathered from Tammy, um, Newsletter Ninja, and also the things that I know myself and the way that I, I mean, I've been writing now a newsletter since 2014, I wanted to count how many newsletters I've been, like I wrote since I started. And uh, let me tell you, I did not do that. But it's quite, it's quite, uh, it's quite a lot. It's quite a lot of newsletters. And it's also 
quite a lot of words and a lot of trial and errors. I made a lot of mistakes with my newsletter. I started my newsletter in 2014. When I started it, I didn't really know what to write and how to write it. And then I didn't know exactly, like in terms of the people, the amazing people signing up for my newsletter. Sometimes it you know, like update about myself, but not really about my books. And so, yes. So all that to say that I think now I'm much better at writing my newsletter and I try to write it weekly. I do not do that on the French speaking newsletter. I'm not as good at, as, you know, to write it weekly, but that's something that I'm, I'm trying to do as well. Well, at least every two weeks for the French one. So number five, on TikTok, I'm currently using a lot of photo carousels. They work very well for me. I don't know. I know some people, they do not work. Some people, the videos work better. For me, the photo carousels actually get me still quite a, a few views. I did post several videos. Some reached 250 views, some reached 300. Those ones also added at least one subscriber, subscriber or two which I know because one of the readers commented about loving the novella on that video after asking where they could get it. So my guess is that they signed up after getting the answer and then read it and then came back and left me a comment. One of my videos reached 9,118 views with one, uh, 404 likes, 236 saves, 8 comments. The song I used for that one is Him and I. And the most recent that I posted yesterday, so the most recent video video that I posted yesterday, same slideshow, different song. This one was a Taylor Swift song, reached 1,100 views and I added seven subscribers since yesterday. And I'm guessing it's from that song. It has 14 pictures. It's the same picture of a good looking guy in a suit in black and white. <laughs> and the scenario I used is, I think, pretty engaging. So it starts with the trope, and I'm going to give you the actual play-by-play -play of the video, so of the images. So it starts with the, pro the trope, and it says, When you've been crushing on your brother's best friend ever since you slammed into him at the rank. So it has the brother's best friend crushing. It kind of already gives a feel, first of all, that it's a romance, and then I'm... Hoping that it gives a little bit of the rom-com because of the slamming into somebody at a rink. Then the next video or picture is everyone's booming and cruel jokes resonated in your mind like a nightmare. I continue. He didn't laugh. Instead, another picture. His powerful athlete of the year arms around your waist. He murmured. Next picture. Are you okay there, Jellybean? And... Next picture. When you noted, not trusting your voice, not to break, he added. Next picture. You got this. And his rugged hand found yours. Your breath caught as he taught you how to skate in front of everyone. Next picture. You finally understood the flutters described in your mother's Harlequin, Harlequin, Harlequin novels. I'm sorry, but the dog is snowing next to me and I don't know if you can hear him, but I think he's dreaming. Plato. Yeah. Good boy. Sorry about that. The next, the next one is, except there weren't snow flurries dancing in your chest. The next one is, oh no, they were a teenage love Taylor Swift song blizzard. Next one. 
And for the past 14 years, your heart's been beaten, bruised, burned, next one, by an unrequited, unrequited crush on your brother's way of limits best friend, next one, 14 years, this should come with a trophy or some sort of support group, next one, especially as he's now standing in your kitchen, dot, dot, dot. So I, I do think that this works pretty well because it has both the story, the emotional and physical reaction. You know, I have not trusting your voice not to break. I have the flutters described in your mother's Harlequin's novels. And then the link with Taylor Swift. Then I have the rhythm of beaten, bruised, burned. And then kind of the funny line, this should come with a trophy or some sort of support group. And then, of course, the cliffhanger, especially as he's now standing in your kitchen. So the story and the images that I have are compelling enough for people to keep on swiping to look at the other pictures and then to comment to ask the name of the book, to ask if it has a happily ever after, to ask where they can find it, to come back and tell me how much they've enjoyed it. And I use the exact same pictures for Instagram and I use SnapTalk to download the pictures with the text already added. So I didn't have to re-add because I used to re-add the text every time. But it takes a lot of time. So I tried by using SnapTalk and it downloaded basically each picture without the watermark of TikTok. And then I used the exact same pictures for Instagram Reels. And that also got me like a thousand views, a thousand five hundred views. And that did get me subscribers as well. So I did do two different landing pages on BookFunnel um, and on my website as well for people to go to. So depending if they're coming from Instagram or TikTok, so that I know a little bit from which social media the readers come from. I only did that after the first video kind of went, you know, viral with 9,000 views. So my stats are not entirely representative at this stage, but I can tell you that from the past couple of days, most of my subscribers come from TikTok, but I did have quite a few from Instagram as well. And what's interesting to me is that it's international, especially I think if my videos start going in other countries, I also gain readers from other countries. Remember that I'm wide. And so I'm crossing my fingers that by also posting on Instagram and going wide on a lot of different countries that I can also catch wide readers. And I think I did. And I'll tell you why with my next point, which is point number eight. Has it helped my pre-orders for most eligible Scrooge? So I had two more pre-orders of most eligible Scrooge from the novella, one on Kindle and one on Apple. And again, one reader already reaching out to me because they would love an advanced reader copy when the novel is finished. And then Coming to the next point, which is important, is the newsletter engagement. I My newsletter welcome sequence, I think, will maybe get me more pre-orders at the end of the sequence. So I will, I will let you know if that works. I did have one reader that mocked me as spam when they unsubscribed, which I was not. I was not happy about. And I was confused. 
um, because I do, you know, the double, like they have to confirm their email when they get the book funnel. And then in the first email they get from me, they get like a very big unsubscribe link if they want to unsubscribe. And then, you know, it takes them away from the, from the newsletter, but they went through the smaller unsubscribe, which is the mailer like one, which is fine. I mean, it's there so they can unsubscribe, but then they marked me as spam. I was like, well, you agreed, but that's okay. That's okay. Number 10, my newsletter sequence for this book currently looks something like this. So I still want to add two steps. So this is still a work in progress and I hope this is helpful. Like I know this episode is slightly longer. I wanted to do 10 minutes. I think this one is about going to be like 25 minutes. So crossing my fingers, it's helpful. I will not go in all the details of my welcome sequence because again, some of it comes from Holly's class and I don't want to just like give you all Holly's class, um, that would not be really fair to her. And some of it comes from Tammy. However, a lot of it is my own spin so that I'm going to um, let you know what I'm doing. So on Trigger, they receive an all-access bookmark. It has like a very nice Canva graphic with the cover of Once Upon a Christmas Eve and then a bookmark and then it says you know all access bookmark and I think it says like grumpy book boyfriend all access bookmark or something like that it reminds them on why they're receiving the email an additional unsubscribe link just in case and a link with the book again in case they haven't downloaded downloaded it yet Plus, I added an Instagram versus reality picture of me and Plato the dog in case they'd like to, you know, see my face. And then also it's a little bit like funny for me because it's like one where I'm with Plato the dog and we look very, I mean, it's a very nice picture. The other one is slightly less nice, nice and Plato's ears are like almost in the air. I'm like <laughs> against the couch. It's just a, it, it does feel like an Instagram versus reality picture. And that's one thing that I wouldn't have done with without Holly's class. So she's not, her picture is a little bit different, but she does have like a picture of herself, which I did have too. I had a picture of myself before in my first email. I just decided to really lean more into my tone. So that's not, you know, that's not something that she she mentioned to do the Instagram versus reality. That's me. Um, but this is something about making sure that I do connect right away with the readers. A couple of days after, I sent an email in the voice of Landon asking if they've started the book. Landon is the main character of Once Upon a Christmas Eve. I do a lot of emails now in the voice, style and tone of my characters because it's easier for me and I feel like it's an added value for the reader. Five days after, I sent a question and this one is from directly from Holly's class, so I won't get into what question it is and how I do it, um, but it's in my voice. So it's a question, it's in my voice. And I do mention that Julie and Landon are busy pretending that past Christmas Eve did not change their lives, so I do link it to my books. And what I'm still planning on adding is um, a condition after, you know, the emails who've never been open, like they can go on a re-engagement automation. And I think actually Holly has, has an example of what she does. So I'm probably going to lean into what she's doing for that as well. I, I really am enjoying her class. Again, it's $34. <laughs> I'm not, uh, I mean, yes, we can get 10% off. I would get 10% off something else of hers. I don't even know what else she offers. I know, I think she has like a big 
uh, business masterclass. I'm not planning on taking any more classes right now. But if you want that 10% on the $34, um, it will be in the episode description. And then for those who have open, I plan on having a short text exchange between Julian Landon that would happen before Most Eligible Scrooge or a short bonus in with the pre-order link again for Most Eligible Scrooge and reminder that it's only $2.99 instead of $4.99 right now. And I will also use that email in my regular campaigns since all my newsletter subscribers got the opportunity to download the reader magnet. Once that's been sent, I might do another short email in my voice and then a little survey to get to know them better. And after that, I'll put them into the regular emails. So, whew, 25 minutes, I think, is this episode going to be? I hope I didn't talk too fast. Um, of course, I'm going to continue to post the TikTok videos and Instagram reels. And since I started, I actually wrote this because it was a lot of information that I didn't want to forget or come back to. Um, so when I wrote that this morning, this podcast script in a way, I got 100 more views on my TikTok videos and I did not get any more subscribers since then, but I'm having subscribers who are continuing, you know, the automation and are going into the next step. So I'm, I'm very excited to see how it continues. And I'm also very much looking forward to see how it works with my pen name because, I am trying to be way more organized with my newsletter than I have been. And MailerLite has been helpful for me when it comes to that. The automation I find out a bit easier to organize and a bit more visual as well. So for me, it's, it's, working, it's working nicely. And I really, really, really cross my fingers that I can get like engaged newsletter subscribers and I can add value to what I'm sending them and that I, of course, get more pre-orders for most eligible Scrooge. And then when it comes to my pen name that I get a lot of newsletter subscribers, so then they can go on to purchase the second book in that duet. So deep breath. (laughs) And also don't forget, if you've been holding your breath, do not forget to release the breath you didn't know you were holding. I did do a video about that on TikTok because the other day I was writing and I realized I was I was holding my breath. So then <laughs> I did a video letting people know that yes, it does happen in real, you know, in real life, not only in the books that you're hold you're releasing a breath you didn't know you were holding. On this note, I wish you a wonderful morning, day, evening, night, whenever you're listening to this podcast episode. I thank you so very much for listening, for following my podcast, for reviewing the podcast. To all writers out there, happy writing and to everyone, happy, happy reading.